diabetes has got to be one of the cruelest uh, diseases on the planet. And it doesn't care who you are. It doesn't care how old you are, how rich you are. And, to you know, I was reading a, a study in the news. It's an eight-year study, and it's real, revealed some very, very big findings. It's the BCG vaccine. This is used against tuberculosis. And they have found that it can reverse type 1 diabetes to almost undetectable levels. So this is a this is a game changer. And it does offer real hope. I mean, my nephew was diagnosed at four. So every day of his life, he's just a kid. Every day of his life is a nonstop balancing act of testing, injections. And, and Lord help him if he gets ill. I mean, it can be really, really devastating. And that's how I've learned about diabetes. It's not until you know somebody who's affected or you meet somebody that you realize, geez, it's a real life changer. It can be a real life taker too. Um, and if you don't know what this is, it's an autoimmune de- disease where the body attacks cells in the pancreas, which then produce insulin. And insulin, of course, is needed to move sugar around the body to cells where it's then used for energy. So if you don't have that, it's not balanced. Patients then fall into a lethal coma. It's just a nasty disease, but this could be a very big breakthrough. So we called up our friend, Dr. Belchitz, who is an emergency room physician, also a global news radio medical expert, because he too sees this as a big winner. He joins us now. Brett, we see studies all the time. Um, But when I saw this headline, it gave me hope. Um, What's different about this than what we've seen in the past when it comes to diabetes? So, you know, we've, we've seen lots of different treatments over the year, and we certainly made great strides. So, you know, obviously the biggest stride in diabetes care was the discovery of insulin that mm-hmm. we could use to treat diabetics. But, you know, since then, we, we've looked at all sorts of other medications, especially in the setting of type 1 diabetes, which is juvenile diabetes, and really no other treatment other than insulin ha- ha- has worked effectively. And, mm-hmm. you know, we've looked at different delivery mechanisms. We've tried to figure out ways to make it a little more comfortable other than, you know, sort of the injected ways that people are getting it. But nothing has really panned out. And what's really exciting about this, and again, this is just a small study, so there's a lot more research to come, but what's really exciting about this one is this is the first study that's shown something other than just insulin can actually really have a profound effect on sugars. And so, you know, this one is a very simple time-tested treatment without a lot of side effects and something that doesn't have to be done regularly. You know, when they looked at this, this vaccine only had to be given twice. And just those two injections a month apart actually seemed to have a prolonged effect for years that was dramatically able to improve the long-standing sugars of diabetics. So th- this is pretty groundbreaking and mm-hmm. certainly opens up a whole new front of research. Was it an accident? Because the, the vaccine is, is generally used for tuberculosis, but why would they yeah, think that it would be you know, testable on, on diabetes? So this is, this is something that, that, that is a long-standing history uh, vaccine. It's been around for a long time. It was used to fight tuberculosis. But, you know, it does have a, a couple of other uses because what we have found in this vaccine over time is that it has the ability to modify some of the effects of our immune system. So, you know, what, what we found is in some conditions, you know, when we give it, it seems to have effects other than actually just staving off tuberculosis. And so what was really, I think, the driver of this study that we're looking at right now is that they found that when they administered um, this particular vaccine in mice, they found that what it did to diabetic mm-hmm. mice is it actually caused their pancreas <clears throat> to start secreting insulin again, which is something that we just hadn't seen before. And so there was a hope that in this study that when we administered it to humans, it would have the same effect. Now, it didn't, but it still seemed to have a good effect for blood sugar. And this is based on its ability to change how 
our body actually metabolizes sugar. And so, you know, the, the real effect that we saw, and this is really important, is it, it didn't get them off of the insulin. But what it did do is with insulin, for the first time, we were able to see diabetics who had totally normal sugars. And so that's important to point out because even with amazing treatment and really closely watching the sugar for, for you know, multiple times per day, we never, ever get the sugars perfect in diabetics. There's always this sort of either too high or too low effect that we get, and it can get very dangerous when we try to overtreat it. So this is, you know, it's hard to understate what a big deal this is. Mm-hmm. Well, we, you know, and it's interesting because only I think if you have someone in your family or know somebody who goes through this, do you understand just how awful uh, diabetes is. It's just a nonstop game of life and death, you know, kind of just balancing everything out every day of your life. And um, so when I hear you say, you know, this is really groundbreaking, then I think, okay, great. When are we going to start seeing it, you know, either tested uh, in humans on, on a bigger scale in, in North America, Canada? When will this actually become a reality? Well, so there's a couple of things here. What, what's great about this one is this is not a brand new treatment. So, you know, this isn't a treatment that we're going to have to put through drug trials. Mm-hmm. We, we don't have to figure out if it's safe. We, we know this is safe. This is so in other words, in, a, in other words, so, you're saying like it's a, even if you had the vaccine and it didn't do anything, you wouldn't be harmed. So why not just try well, it? Well, that's the exact thing. So, you know, we need a lot more study to figure out if this works. You know, you know this, again, this is a small study. Some diabetic specialists are saying, you know, I can't make a decision. We need a lot more data. But that being said, the cool thing is that we know this is safe and worst case scenario, you take the shot, it does nothing. You're no worse off than you were before. And so I think there's a huge opportunity for many people who have diabetes to talk to their doctors to say, should I even consider doing this? Because maybe, you know, with something that's not risky and even though it's not proven to make a benefit, but something that's not risky, maybe we're really going to be able to improve our health here. Okay. So then because we have this study information, would someone who has diabetes now be able to go to their doctor and say, look, I'd like you to give, you know, um, me or, or my child or my loved one this this vaccine just to see it? Or or would you have to go in to some specialist dealing with it too? And I think SickKids likely has a program, McMaster, there's hospitals with programs, but, you know, how, do, how would you go about even delving in and even trying this like a human trial? Well, this is brand new. So, so I think any doctor that anybody approaches about this is going to have to figure out their approach, whether they feel comfortable doing this or not. You know, there are a lot of treatments out there that are what we call off-label. So treatments that we know kind of can work for something, but, you know, the study isn't really there. They were really proven out for something else, uh, but we think they might work for something. So we can prescribe what are called off-label treatments, and every doctor's comfort level with this is different. The really important thing is if you as a physician are going to prescribe this, you have to be very, very clear speaking to your patient to say, I really need you to know that this is not the indicated use for this treatment. There isn't enough research to show that this is going to be actually effective for you. And I am going to point out the the potential adverse effects. So even though we know this is a safe vaccine, you know, nothing is 100% safe. So, you know, with that kind of counsel where there are physicians that are comfortable, it doesn't have to be a specialist. It could even be a family doctor or a pediatrician. You know, they could go to their patients and say, I know that this isn't proven out. I know that this is a long shot, but probably harmless. And, you know, if you really want it, if you're willing to take the risk of taking this sign off that you understand that this isn't proven out, you know, this is something that any physician could potentially be willing to give. Quick question for you. If you were doing this uh, vaccination, would you be able to stop checking or would you still have to test your blood every single day to make sure that it's being monitored? Or will there ever you be a time when diabetics have don't have to check to. your blood? Okay. Uh, you know, this this isn't proven out. It, it certainly didn't stop the need for people to take insulin. So even in the study, all of the study subjects were still taking insulin. And, and so what this is going to do, it's going to give you better control, but it's not perfect. And so 
we don't know how effective it is uh, in the long run. We don't know what the you know, right regimen is in the long run. But certainly, you know, the hope is that you're going to keep checking those blood sugars, but the hope is that they're going to be a lot better as a result, and you're going to have a better endpoint outcome as a result of this, because as we all know, poorly managed sugars result in all sorts of terrible things like going blind, having heart disease, strokes, and a whole number of other terrible things. And and that's really what we're trying to avoid here. And in your experience, just before I let you go, um, is this one of the more, um, uh, I guess, positive things that you've ever seen as far as a study? Is this something that makes you excited? You know, absolutely. And I'll tell you why it gets me really excited. It gets me excited because this is a condition that affects so many people. Mm-hmm. And it gets me excited because this is a treatment that we know is so time tested and safe. So it's rare that I see something that really has such a huge burden of illness and potentially a treatment that is actually so common and out there already that we don't have to wait another 10 years to see if it actually is safe. So this is really exciting. We may end up finding out that it's nothing at all, that it doesn't really work. But in the meantime, you know, this is great news and, and I can't wait to see where it goes. Me too. Good. You're excited. I'm excited. Brett, or Dr. Belchitz, as I call you. Uh, thank you. My pleasure. Have a great evening. And that is Dr. Brett Belchitz. And so when, when I generally talk to him, if he, if he really thinks something's a great thing, when he gets excited about this, then I think, okay, maybe we're on to something here. Certainly hope sooner than later. On point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.